Hey guys, welcome to the Corey Strong Podcast. I've got a great show planned for you today. We're going to be talking about Twitter's newest change to its platform, which is really, really strange. Also, a juicy and scary scandal going on with pop star Lizzo. Plus, later on in the show, I get the opportunity to sit down and discuss life with a good friend of mine. You'll love him. His name is Christian Gonzalez. Stick around. You don't want to miss today's show. Let's go. And welcome back to the Corey Strong Podcast. I'm Corey. I'm the host of the show. I welcome you. Thank you so much for coming here. Um, I trust that everyone is doing well. If not, you definitely will be after this episode. Hey, did you guys all see the rebrand that Elon Musk made to Twitter? Honestly, I haven't tweeted in a while because I find Twitter to be just a bit boring. And some type of way, all of my social media seems to be linked together. So if I do happen to post something on IG or TikTok, it just usually spreads across all of the main social media sites. But I have found out about this change during a meeting, which was quite funny. So I go to look down at my phone. I forgot what was happening at the moment, but that's when I see this huge black X. And of course, my butterfingers mistakenly click on it. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, it's a porn virus. It's a porn site on my phone. It was so funny at the time because the person sitting directly across from me noticed my awkward gestures and me trying to hide my phone under the table. It was just hilarious. You probably had to be there, but instinctually i was like okay this x has got to be about porn is that a bad thing i don't know but yeah it just turned out to be all twitter so if y'all have twitter look at the new logo i'm just warning you now so you don't think your phone has been pirated by porn or maybe some of you have been pirated by porn uh anyway this is new on your um phone for twitter i don't know what this rebrand is about uh, Elon Musk is a very strange guy to me. I think he's smart, but I don't know. He's just, he's very weird in a different way. I'm weird, you know. Most of us here, our listeners are weird, but we're great at being weird. But yeah, I don't know this whole X thing. So um, if you guys have any more insight about it, hey, send me some comments uh, in the voice notes because I'm very curious to find out why did he drop the Tweety Bird. I just thought the bird was so cute when you tweet it. So what do we call it now when we, if you tweet? Is it a tweet or are you Xing somebody? It's really strange. Um, another big X in the news this week <laughs> is coming from Lizzo. Apparently there are some really huge allegations against the good as hell singer for not making some of her former employees feel good as hell. And it looks like she may be in some big-ass trouble. You see, there has been a lawsuit filed against Lizzo, whose real name is Melissa Jefferson. And the lawsuit has been filed by three of her former dancers, accusing the singer of allegedly sexually harassing them. 
Mm. Lizzo also has been accused of creating a very hostile work environment, including grueling rehearsals that led to one of her dancers, guys, soiling herself, allegedly. Also, it has been alleged that the dancers were forced into unwanted sexual situations. Y'all, this is just not good. It doesn't look good. Now, I do not know Lizzo personally, but I do believe that this could have potentially happened. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I was not there. None of us were there. But what I can say from my own personal experience with celebrities is, and not Lizzo, because like I said before, I do not know her. And I've never met her. And I don't think I want to meet her. But the majority of the times these celebs that you see and love are not always what they crack up to be. Meaning that they're not necessarily how you perceive them to be. Um, You have to remember, you don't know these people, so they can be one way on stage or in the spotlight and a total monster in the dark, you know, or at home or in this case, behind the scenes at rehearsal, which seems to be the case here with the whole Lizzo drama. I know a lot of us get caught up in the celebrity culture and that's cool, it's fun, it's entertaining, Um, but I urge you to establish your own relationships in life and real lasting ones and friendships. Uh, Just like today, a good friend of mine's Christian Gonzalez. Christian and I met um, a while ago, which you'll hear in the upcoming interview. He's a physical therapist. Uh, He's a personal trainer. He's a body healer. He's a hell of a DJ. I'm going to share some of Christian's music much later on in the show, but he's just an all-around great person, just a really genuine person. You know how you just meet some people and you just click? They get your personality, they get your humor. That's like cool. That's one of the things that uh, Christian and I share. I don't know if you all uh, remember this cartoon that used to come on American Dad and Roger was one of the characters. He was the alien. And <laughs> I always loved Roger. Roger is so cool. Um, and we, we we would joke about me being Roger because we know I have um, multiple personalities. Plus, I like to have fun. And, and that's who Roger is. So if you know who that is, you know what Roger was bringing to the table. But it's so good to be able to sit down and to just talk to My buddy, I miss him. He recently relocated to New Mexico. And, you know, you don't need to hear much more from me. So, without further ado, up next, guys, Christian Gonzalez. Christian, welcome. Thanks, man. Thanks welcome for having me, bro. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been, yeah, uh, absolutely. You know you're one of my favorite people. You know, you're right up there under Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. So you know how that is. So, dude, how did, how did we meet? Let me see if you remember. I always ask my friends this. How did we meet? So, so what I'm remembering is um you reaching out or me reaching out on instagram um i was going back and forth for a little bit and just realizing that you were in the area and that i worked at la fitness 
Yeah. And I just remember you came in and we worked out. Um, yeah. I remember giving you a hug and you were like, I didn't expect a hug. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. uh, and we would meet up at like Elizabeth park and go for runs and, um, just chat on music and, and a lot of that. So yeah, it was just kind of organically okay. like that. I think that's you what I remember about. Cause see, I have my notepad and <laughs> you have notes back from like 2018. Oh Lord. Listen, the moment I start talking to people, I start taking notes. Sure. You know, it becomes a case file, but yeah, that is so true. Yeah, dude, I had seen you working out there at, um, LA and you know me, I am not for trainers. I'm just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. so the first time that I came in there, um, you know, the regular trainers that came and just, you know, tell me how they could change my life. I'm just like, hmm, yeah, not interested. Sure. Like, I'll get a smoothie. But then, um, I know I inquired about you from a friend of mine that was working there at the time. I was like, what does that dude do? And she was like, oh, he's like a different type of trainer. I was like, oh, okay, good. I may want to talk to him. Because, you know, weird recognized as weird. Yeah, def- yeah, real recognized <laughs> and that's what it, real weird. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So I was like, okay, this guy's not like this 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 muscle head around here sure because lord knows i don't need any of that <laughs> sure yeah so that is it yeah for sure dude and um i was just thinking back too, like you mentioned elizabeth park i think you were the only human being that i came in contact with during the pandemic <laughs> yeah yeah yep pandemic runs dude yeah dude. Oh absolutely my God. Yeah, yeah for those of you who don't know christian is an excellent uh not only a physical therapist, but he is an extraordinary trainer. Yeah, personal trainer, physical trainer, therapist personal assistant. Trainer. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's all these things just wrapped up into goodness. So I was attempting to uh want to get in shape and I said, mm-hmm. Well, since everything is closed, uh I might as well try. So yeah, I sure. remember that. So I always re- appreciate that for you coming out. Because, God, it was like I wanted some human interaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it it was saying? a nice change of pace. It given was a nice that, change uh, of pace. A lot of, a lot of the lockdown was just uh, spent indoors. So being outdoors was was a nice, a very literal breath of fresh air. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So for me, um, I don't know. I didn't think during that time, because you know I'm super anxiety- I was like, I don't know what this is going to look like moving forward. And I think, in fact, I may have even shared it with you. Like, oh, my God, like, where is the world going? So seeing mm-hmm. that we've made it through the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, we both experienced loss during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel looking back? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. When I see things about COVID, I'm just like, Whew, we made it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. I, I think that, for one, it was really it was really difficult finishing up college, um, at, and in 2020, 2021. So that made, uh, uh, a tactile profession like physical therapy schooling, um, very difficult to get. So looking back on it, I'm thankful that I'm at a, a one-to-one model, like in-person outpatient, um, facility where I can work with, um, you know, the massage and, the trigger point releases, the the joint mobilizations, all of the hands-on stuff that I honestly wasn't able to do in school. Yeah, um, yeah. So in one way, it, it's like I'm very grateful that, you know, more of my tactile skills are 
are being utilized instead of it just being a virtual kind of environment. Um, right, we, go ahead. Because what you do, you're you is touch. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that is at the basis of what it is that you do. You touch people to heal them. And that had to be weird not being able to physically do that yeah. during that time. You know, for me, it's like, okay, I could still talk to people on the phone or FaceTime. But for you that use so much of your um, energy to towards healing individuals, that, that is important. Yeah. And I mean, it is a blessing that we are at a place now where we can actually touch people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? It, it is so good, man. That is so cool. Um, I know you recently relocated to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a beautiful place. I got to get out there. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, get abducted sometime soon. Yeah. But- yeah, I mean, hey, government government is saying that it's real, so, like, let's go. Did Send we it. really need them to tell us that? <laughs> I, I don't think we needed it, but it's just, it's nice to have confirmation, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll go I'll go see the Desert Spirits and For the me, at some, I at got some the confirmation when I looked in the mirror a long time ago. When, <laughs> sure. when I was about seven years old, I was like, yeah, there's aliens. Yeah. I'm looking at one right here. Right. <laughs> Yeah, for for those who who are unaware of American Dad, um, look look at Roger uh, from American Dad, and um, Corey here is is in in a direct a direct replica of (laughs) of Roger from that show. It's beautiful, dude. Yes, that that is my AKA Roger, man. Indeed. He's amazing. So, look, what prompted you to move to New Mexico? I mean, we're here in Michigan. Michigan is beautiful. Our beautiful beaches mm-hmm. that we sure. don't have. But sure. what prompted you to uh, to make that move? That's a sure. big move. That's a big leap. Sure. So, for a little bit of context, I finished school in 2021. Was working around Detroit, inner city Detroit hospitals, pain management clinics, and like hmm. I, I applied to every job in the state in the state of Michigan and one reached out from the UP. I'm like, okay, nature healing experience. Um, so, so I don't care that it's in a nursing home. I'm going to go ahead and go do it. Um, and was working in this nursing home for a little while. And it was, you know, I, I distinctly remember a call that I got from my boss when I was in the gym where she was like, Hey, you know, that raise we were going to give you, that's no longer going to happen. And there was just such a light switch of well okay i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna look into going to new mexico by december and then just hanging up and mm-hmm. from that you know the the intention to move to new mexico was kind of present after um djing for a couple friends of mine they had they had a wedding um and i dj'd their wedding i i visited these friends uh multiple times on multiple trips to go to concerts and out to um, white sands and climb, uh, Cabazon, which is a a mountain and, uh, just go camping across the state. So there wasn't some intention to, to move to New Mexico, but this was like what pushed me over the edge. Um, and it was, it was just a means of, you know, getting clear on, on the financial infrastructure that it was going to take to actually make that move. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the, the, one of the friends who, uh, 
lives here in New Mexico and, and I visited and DJed for is the, the person to kind of help me with that is, is okay. just getting clear on finances and what it's going to take to do that. So, yeah. um, the first option was like increasing my income. So yeah. putting more into, um, getting an online clients and coaching and all of that stuff was the first initial effort, but seeing that income increase a little bit, but it wasn't going to make up for what I needed. Mm-hmm. I got rid of all my stuff. I got rid of my house and and I lived in my car um, so that I could accrue finances to actually make the move um, to New Mexico. Um, So in doing that, I was able to take the entire month of December off from just money I saved and, and, you know, spent Christmas and Thanksgiving with my family. And the day after Christmas drove out and, and it's been building ever since. Yeah. Dude, you know every great person that I know or have met has that car story? Isn't that amazing? That's so crazy. I sure. just think that's so humbling. I know most people will probably like just be like, oh, you lived in the car. It's like, and it's just more to me than that. It's just like you're really making yourself available mm. to um, the new experience. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That you're mm. hoping for. And it just kind of is one of those things where you're able to, when you sacrifice everything that is important, because there's a lot of people that will say, oh, no, I'm not giving up my apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, I'm going to try to get a loan, you know, yeah. or something like that. I think when we surrender and we empty ourselves like you have done, it just makes the experience so much better, you know, for when you did arrive in New Mexico, it's just probably was really humbling to you. Mm. I would have to just say, and I know from knowing you that you are both passionate and very spiritual uh, individual, how important would you say that environment that you're in now is to you in relation to maintaining that passion and that spirituality that I know that you have, that you exude? That, that's a really good question. And I, I, I and a short answer is it's very important because it's one of the first things that we're able to change is our environment in our life. Uh, should we feel um, some type of internal turmoil and whether that internal turmoil is, is from something internal or external um, the, the environmental change to uh, put yourself in a position where it makes it easy to work as hard as you want to create the things that you're passionate about is is very very helpful so for me that was distancing myself from family because although i love them they drive me crazy and um the space has provided a lot of benefit to our relationship and i've had conversations yeah peace (laughs) and and conversations with my mom that i never thought i'd have like telling my mom my acid stories and it just being part of our relationship now um Uh, and, and they're not being like a judgment or an anger or something like that tied to your room. Right. Right. Like, but it's more of a freeing experience and, and, you know, us getting on a same wavelength and, and being, uh, truthful and unconditionally truthful about Mm -hmm. the gnarliest shit possible. Um, so that has been wonderful and, and a gift that's been brought by just changing my environment. And then another is just, uh, you know, there's a quote that's like, you're, you are the, you're, you are the culmination of the five people you're most around. 
So for me, getting away from my family and getting near people like uh, Patrick and Megan, who were those friends I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. um, and and others who are uh, artists in their own right, entrepreneurs in their own way, and and um, you know they're people who who bring up people around them. So that allows me to continue to just fuel passion, but fuel passion with embers and not flames so it doesn't burn out. Like, yeah. like um, it's nice to have friends who uh, help you build and create sustainably rather than, um, you know, there's kind of like a grind set mentality with a lot of work now. Like we need to sacrifice our health, our sleep, our well-being so that we can achieve what it is that we want to 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 create, and I just don't think that's the case. I think yeah. you, you'll be able to create that thing, sure, by sacrificing all your health, but then you'll have to spend that wealth getting your health back. Yeah. Um, so yeah. why not gain wealth and health at the same time? All at the same that, time. And that's going to take a little bit of a longer a, a longer um, uh, 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 takeoff ramp. Right, that's going to be yeah. uh, a longer road, but that's more of a sustainable road. So yeah, um, and you never know; it could go fast. Like you said, you have people there who are clearly invested in you and who love you and who appreciate you and want to see you, and that does make up all of the difference. Um, just kind of going back to what you said about moving away from family, I've experienced that myself because. It's like nobody knows you better than family. So when someone knows you that well, they know how to push all the buttons. They know how to kind of stymie your growth. Because let's face it, sometimes those members of your family who they don't want you to grow because they don't want you to leave them. You know what I'm saying? So it took a lot of courage for you to get to where you are. And I'm just, I just want to say, I'm just really happy for you because I know you love what you do. I know that. And I love now that you have other people in your life that love what you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's not just you. So you won't, you won't burn out, dude. Yeah, so definitely. that's totally amazing. I love that. Um, Every time too, just looking like at your Instagram, I, well, number one, you're the most flexible person that I think of. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but honestly, immediately my mind goes to, okay, this is not, because there's millions of training videos mm-hmm. and you look at them, you're just like, oh, okay, this is how you do that. But I don't know, there's something different about your approach. I don't know if it's the physical therapy aspect or just the... I don't know. There's like something behind it that doesn't make me just be like, oh, okay, just another, just another rep. There's like some type of sense of something greater at play. What is that quality about yourself that, I don't know, you're, you have a very, what I'm saying, you have a very healing presence Mm. in your post, even when you're teaching, even like, okay, for listener, for you all that don't know me, I don't work out. And I'm probably the most difficult client that anyone would ever want to wish for. But even though I was not doing like everything I needed to do, it was like 
from you, it was like, it was still like a compassionate lesson. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, oh, you better give to those fucking reps. <laughs> sure. Let's go, fat boy. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's sure. like, you did say all those things, but just in a great, great way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Sure. So what is that? What sets you apart from these other trainers that we see all the time on social media? What, what makes your page so different mm. is what I'm asking. Um, well, I think uh, there are like eight different things that come into my head. So I'm going to try to translate them as best as I can. Um, the first one being that I think we're traditionally used to the impression that we need to be guilt tripped or shamed into accomplishing whatever it is that we need to accomplish, whether it's uh, fitness and health related, whether it's uh, go clean your room, right? Whether it's, you know, you're in marriage and, and go do the dishes or the dishwasher mm-hmm. or whatever it is, yeah. we're, we're, we're used to an amount of, of guilt tripping and shaming each other into, into doing something. And um, that amount of motivation is fleeting and, and that burnout presence within achieving your goal is, is going to hit you a lot sooner rather than later. So it's not a sustainable means of getting somebody to do something. Um, so within what I like to share is imagining what I would have liked um, with, with being taught, which is a more compassionate, empathetic, understanding, interested rather than interesting kind of view on yeah. things where, um, you know, you're, the the – process of helping a human being through uh, a thought process or through a concept or through an exercise can be one where, you know, you can have that banter and that back and forth and that little bit of a, you know, okay, come on, three more, like, let's go. But but doing so in a way that's empowering, rather than putting somebody down and making them feel bad for not doing it. Um, And when the not doing it does happen, because life is inevitably going to do that to us. It's just mm-hmm. like the amount of empathy and understanding and compassion that it's going to happen to me too. So seeing the person in front of me struggle, like w- one of my clients is, you know, trying to find a new job right now. And, and I was, I was late to the podcast with this person just because yeah. we were going into some of the, the, the underneath kind of things happening within movement itself. Um, which, Hey, She's not going to be able to push herself as intensely. Maybe it means right. not finishing entire workouts. Maybe it means um, uh, uh, doing less days. But in general, it's still happening. Like like right. the, the the consistency is still there. The participation is still right. there. Her Just pain readjusted. Yeah, her pain is still managed fairly well. So that's not where her energy needs to go. It doesn't need to go into movement. It needs to go into all these other places of her well-being like drinking water, eating good food, and not sacrificing your sleep to look for a new job. Um, So it's just uh, uh, the understanding that there are multiple factors within the realm of health and fitness in different dimensions of our health. Um, And I I think at some point I wrote seven of them where there's a physical aspect to our health, and that's completely understandable. But there's also yeah. a financial aspect to 
to our health. Yes. There's a mental aspect. There's an emotional aspect. There's a creative aspect. There's a spiritual aspect, and there's an environmental one. So yeah. all seven of these are all playing right, play. into the movement that somebody's doing, not yeah. just the physical one. So it's yeah. just I think it's the understanding of that and and having and finding and honing uh, a message to the patients I see on a daily basis where it's like I'm having the same conversation eight or nine times a day where you're having somebody who is typically used to training through pain and putting their head down and just dealing with things. Yeah. And their goal is to reduce their pain. So you have a goal and you have an action that's not congruent to the goal. And just walking people through the thought process of, hey, you have a goal. Here is what your goal is. It is to reduce your pain. So we need an action that's congruent to that, which is not going to be training through your pain. You're not going to increase your pain to decrease it like that doesn't right, add up right. two plus two no, doesn't equal does six <laughs> so it, it's but it's doing that in a way where it's just kind and compassionate and showing people hey here's what's happening underneath the hood right i'm not saying right. it's your fault but like this has to change a little bit right. Fix um, your shit. yeah get your shit together <laughs> um you know, uh, and, and just like we did there, making making comedic light of maybe some of the problems that are going on is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, so, so yeah, I, I think part of it just comes from a perspective of like, you know, just understanding that a human being is that and they're just they, – other shit is going on. Other, other dimensions. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I will say about you though because um, I think I booked the sessions with you back at LA. And so I was, of course, apprehensive. I'm just like, I don't want to go to this session, you know, because most people that I will say that I've trained with in the past, you want to look like this, do this. You got to do this. You got to drink this. It's like, I don't know. I was starting to get anxiety again. Like, okay, what is it going to be like? And I think I even canceled the first couple of times. And then you were just like, Hey, listen, just come when you're ready. (laughs) I was like, Oh, okay. That's nice. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so eventually it made me come in to be like okay this can't be as bad as i'm making it Mm -hmm. and so that's what that's what it is that i see about you that you actually um you care about the people that you work with number one and you're not just trying to sell them an experience Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but you're Mm -hmm. actually invested in what it is so that's that's what it is behind your posts because i'm telling you there are so many people out there and you look at them and you're just like oh man another drill sergeant and that's mm-hmm. not what people need you know mm-hmm. there are so many other things at play when it comes to a life and yeah you want to look good you want to feel good but you want to be able to pay for it too mm-hmm. you want to be able to survive you want to be able like you said with your client to be able to sleep at night because that affects everything you know, from every aspect. So (laughs) that is so crazy. Let me ask you, how did you become so knowledgeable about fitness? This, this form of fitness that you've developed? Sure. Um, well, I, I, I guess, you know, I've always been like an active kind of person where I was always in sports and school and stuff like that. And then started lifting in high school and, um, like it just, it just made sense. Like lifting just made sense yeah. to me and, you know, other, other uh, classmates and stuff asking me 
different tips about stuff and just how to do something. Um, right. So it kind of started around there. And um, it, it, so part of it was I, I've been working in PT since 2015 and I didn't start okay. PT school until 2019. So I had like three, four years of experience going into school um, before I even got there as a physical therapy technician and then about a year as a personal trainer going into PT school. So there was a lot of experience and thousands of conversations and thousands of exercises given to thousands of people over that time um, where it's just a means of reps and getting good and finding a message and thinking about concepts and then learning anatomy, all that kind of stuff. It, Mm -hmm. but, but it kind of happened in the background. It wasn't like an active, like I'm going to sit here and put my face in a book kind of like way of studying. It's more like, I'm going to work with people and learn people things from people stuff about people. Um, so, so yeah. So a lot of, a lot of that came from just working uh, and getting experience in the field for years before school even happened. Okay. Um, another part was me going through my own injuries. Um, and, and it's a pretty interesting story behind uh, the, my most significant injury. Um, yeah, so you want to get so, to that because I want people to know. <laughs> sure, absolutely. I don't mind sharing it. Um, so, so, so for me to have been working in PT and then now being the patient, uh, was an interesting, uh, gear and cog and empathy unlocking within understanding what it's like to be the patient as a physical therapy assistant going into that kind of scene was extremely helpful going forward. Uh, working in the nursing home was kind of similar to that too, where it's like, I'm understanding that, the the generational trauma that the the cycle of generational trauma that's been being passed down for for years if not broken is going to end me up here in a nursing home where i can't stand from a toilet to wipe my own ass oh shit i better yeah. operate in a way where i can stand from a toilet and wipe my own ass by the time i'm 100 so um so it's kind of operating with that kind of practicality within longevity yeah. in mind um yeah. So, uh, and I think, I think outside of that, um, you know, there's been a lot of more divergent thinking that's been happening, um, since using, uh, psychedelics with a little bit more intention and, um, processing things more with a therapist and having a good relationship with my mom. Because I am a mama's boy, so I think that yeah. definitely has a part in things too. Um, I know, I know. Where it's just like I love to give the care I like to get, um, yeah. and and I like to feel heard and understood and have words of affirmation and 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 See, play. Diagnosed and, me. That's yeah. probably my problem. That's probably why I always want to go the extra mile with people because yeah, I too um, am a mama's boy. <laughs> <laughs> So you have you you have the tendency to want to overcare and and to make sure people are getting nurtured. <laughs> that's that that's a piece of it. However, yes. with respect to, I cannot help anybody from pouring from an empty cup. So yeah. there is, and it's hard not to feel like guilty or shame because mm-hmm. of 
like my honest capacity as just a single human being to where sometimes I'm not going to be able to give 150% to somebody and, and that being okay. And that being all right. I totally relate because people always come do something funny. I'm just like, I don't feel funny right now. Mm-hmm. I'll say something funny. It's just like, I think they just think that you're on 24 hours. Mm-hmm. It's just like, because that's just what you've given them in mm-hmm. the past. So I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, one of your quotes that I written down in my wonderful journal, because everybody that listens knows that I force my listeners to journal daily. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> this one guy actually told me on social, on Instagram, like, dude, I'm not buying a journal. I was like, okay, fine. I was like, you won't remember who you are 50 years from now, and we won't tell you. So. <laughs> That's a dark yeah. way to think about it. Yeah, just go fuck off. But <laughs> That's how I feel about people oh, that don't shit. journal. But a quote that I have, I have to quote you, it says, training through pain. Mm. Because my first instinct is if I'm in pain, there's no way I'm going to be fucking training. Mm-hmm. So... I think you may have said this and you mentioned a minute ago, Mm -hmm. the reason why you know how to care for individuals so well is because of your own personal injuries. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that injury. Sure. Yeah. So I think it was 2017. Um, I tore my rotator cuff and, um, you know, within the, the story, uh, so I was on acid. And I was watching Doctor Strange. Movie wraps up. It was great. I'm at my mom's house, living in my mom's basement. Like, this okay. is the level of me that I was at uh, at this time. God, um, this is exclusive content. <laughs> we're going to have to charge for this. Uh, like, like working, working <laughs> as a physical therapy tech. It's okay. just, uh, it was just such a weird spot. But yeah. I the movie wrapped up and I started doing some yoga and stretching and stuff like that. And I was alone, like everyone was asleep. This was like maybe three in the morning. And I remember being in more of a child's pose, which okay. is kind of like on your knees, head is on the floor. And okay. I'm always in that position, by the way. <laughs> my arms were, were going behind my back and I didn't stop. I felt the point where it wanted to stop and I was like, I'm going to keep going. And I remember this, I remember the sound of like, imagine taking celery, like, like an entire bundle of celery and breaking it in half. And that like, like the crunching kind of literally massacred yourself. I did it to myself. I, 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 (laughs) I didn't just hurt myself. I I hurt myself. I remember you told me about the injury, but I couldn't remember how it happened. So in my mind, I'm just like, okay, it clearly it came from like some type of workout. So you literally like I went into the eighth dimension of mobility, <laughs> <laughs> and oh I I God, broke. Dude. I went to the eighth dimension oh of mobility, God. and I broke the fourth wall, and and like. I, I, my Dude. first thought was just like, did I just unlock my bicep? And like, I looked down and my entire left arm and, and pack and just all of this is inflamed. Oh, and I, I just remember it clicking of like, I'm not hallucinating. Holy shit. This is Look real. Oh, Look fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. my. Yep. Yep. God. Yep. 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 
So there will never be a greater rotator cuff story than this. I had no clue. This is new for me. Yeah. Yep. And it was three months of like looking for, you know, what muscle was torn and like what was wrong and going to CT scans and MRIs and ultrasounds, x-rays and all that. And it was just, for me, it was a big waste of time. So uh, I, I, I gave up on the idea of surgery, um, and, and went into physical therapy. I put about three months in and physical therapy and it, 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 it was helpful it gave me a good like first little start, um, okay. gave me a good little direction. And then I enrolled in a program called Move You um, and, uh, you know, spent about a year and a half uh, doing movement and um, kind of piecing back together all of the foundational components of my body from the pelvis, knees, core, shoulders, uh, feet, all of that stuff, just from head to toe. Um, kind of like scanning everything and and getting control, motor control, mobility and all of that. And then from there, it's been uh, a progress of just strengthening. And I like to do hypertrophy training, which is growing your muscles too. Um, And then recently, you know, uh, uh, I've I've taken up more endurance training, like biking and and stuff like that. But took about a year and a half, got my first pull up. And then um, it's just been smooth sailing ever since without surgery. And just Dude. continuing to use that story and telling that story as far as like, Man. hey, I, I get you have it bad. I had it bad too, but there's oh better. God. And and it yeah. can be gnarly and that's okay. Um, Dude, with that movement though, because I know you're like, a, a like you said, you, you like to move. You like to be in motion. Mm. Did that injury lead to like, I don't know. Did it make you feel depressed in any way, of or course. like how did it how did it change who you are negatively? Yeah, so it I lost probably like ten to fifteen pounds. Um, so for me, um, you know, one hundred and thirty five pound me is pretty light, is pretty sicky, sickly, um, <laughs> doesn't look too good. So I lost a lot of muscle mass. Um, the, just me seeing my body image and stuff like that was, uh, extremely disheartening because, you know, I was, I was, a I was a bigger guy in football and muscular and all that kind of stuff. And now I'm like a little stick. So it it was extremely disheartening, depressing and, and, you know, like anxiety inducing, like, oh my God, my, you know, my arm's going to fall off. My body's going to fall apart. Like, I'm never going to be able to use it again. I'm just going to do more damage to it. Like, um, all these things. And then it was it, it also it was just highlighting the 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 battle with addiction that I had been going through, which mm-hmm. people don't typically think of psychedelics as addictive, but for me, right. I had just an obsession with anything can be that's, a party. Yeah, yeah, it was your sure. Party. Yeah. Um, so there was an obsession within that. So it was it was highlighting just so many issues that were going on where it was really really difficult to find a place to start. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I very much remember just laying on the floor one day and um, doing some breathing exercises. And this was like, this is my start. I'm just going to start with breathing. And I just yeah. remember cry- crying. Um, and and that was the first like inkling feeling of a healing experience that I had felt in a long time. Um and, uh, you know, physical therapy and that movement program kind of came from there. But, 
you know, at, at first it was like trying to figure out what was wrong. Um, when I think if I could have done it differently, I would have spent time instead of figuring out what was wrong, figuring out what was going to help me. Um, I think that would have been a, a more efficient use of my time that way, but hindsight's twenty twenty. That's fine. That's okay. Um, but, but yeah, you know, it, there was, there was a slow build of confidence and a rediscovery of ability. Um, that was just very, very gradual and the, you know, through therapy and through, um, you know, I, I've been saying this the whole time, but the relationship with my mom and, yeah. and changing my environment and continuing to challenge myself and move and strengthen and, and f- I fucking climb mountains, dude. Like it's just, there's a bunch of cool that. shit that's happening to Trust where it's me, like, I we can do you. cool things. You haven't seen these photos yet, but I paste my face on your body. A lot. <laughs> and yes, I put them on dating sites and yeah, I've gotten some really good leads. You know, it's just going to come down to them meeting me. So yeah, yeah, I'm probably sure. going to have a lot of those dates in New Mexico. So it sounds um, good. Yeah. Just so you know, but, cool. <laughs> dude, that is so wow. I think that like, I'm a person that I think that, Things don't just happen. You know what I'm saying? I just think that, I don't know. I feel like somebody has the big journal on us and they're kind of like, okay, this is next. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like, um, because off camera, we've talked candidly about loving to party, you know, wherever your party is. Mm -hmm. Do you think that this injury uh, has become, it sounds like it, but I'm going to ask you, do you think this injury turned out to be not only a big broken salary, but a big ass blessing in changing who you are. Because I know you've told me before that you weren't always um, as approachable. I think mm. that's what you said before. But now you've like mellowed out, like you know and you understand you want that relationship, like even the ones that have improved, like with your mom. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So this injury, do you think this injury was like a something a positive thing that happened to you ultimately yeah i mean um you know the 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 whole story um leads to here right Mm -hmm. and i am still here so and i am sharing all of that with i know with a bunch of people and and i found that fear of your own story isn't going to help anybody um, so kind of embracing it and making it a part of who I am not, not, not necessarily who I even was, but who I currently am. Um, right. it and has becoming. been, yeah, I always say we're becoming something every day. It's like, just when I think I'm crazy enough, it's like, no, here's a new character. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so um, we're always becoming. So, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big part of my caricature for sure. Okay. But it is a volatile part as well. Mm. And that volatile part can be expressed, but it needs to be expressed in moderation. Yeah. um, And expressed with... It's that tender part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And expressed with with good people around me. um, Because I I have the the tendency to abuse and and, um, go too far with things. So 
an amount of accountability and an amount of, you know, right. people care for you, who look out for you, who in a safe space. Yeah, absolutely. Safe um, space. What it's all about. So going out into into an, on a hike and having a having a joint is more the way to go about it for me. Or having a, a beer yeah. at a concert and yeah. water outside of that, um, yeah. or uh, you know, being in in really really good company and and then uh, taking low dosage. Uh, psychedelics is more what's moderatable for me than yes. than being in a in a party trap house with people who yeah. are not conscientious about your well being. Honestly, I'm yeah. Grozeal too, because um, yeah. 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 the the yeah. all of that was happening on <laughs> Grozeal there. So oh, I know, um, everybody. Uh, Some so wicked, wicked things out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that makes the difference, though. You know, yeah. because you have people. Number one, you want to be accountable for yourself, but mm -hmm. it, it, it makes a difference as to who we surround ourselves with because sometimes we just need that friend to be like, hey, knock it off, mm -hmm. you know, or not, let's not do this, not yeah. this time. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that, dude. Yeah. You know what? A lot of people, I know they, they see you, and for me, I see you as this, this great physical therapist, this trainer, but you're a fucking wild-ass musician. Yeah, bro. Uh, Dude, I what don't... is the music? What is this music? Introduce me to the artist. So so <laughs> that started... Uh, dude, I remember being in like preschool and listening to like Slipknot and okay. Sepultura and Guar and like, like late 90s heavy metal grunge kind of shit with my stepdad. Okay. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know. I just always had a fascination with fast, grimy, like really mean kind of music, and um, it's we'll it's transgressive. Yeah, mean, uh, yeah. Uh, mean and aggressive. That's what I'm saying. But it's it's been a it's been a nice channeling for for a place to 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 put anger. You know, yeah. it's mm -hmm. it's it's a nice place to put anger into, and it's yeah. a fun way to get anger out and turn it into something that's still visceral like dancing can be pretty uh you know uh, uh tiring once you're going for a few hours but it's a good way to get a lot out of your body um get yourself out of your head and into your body uh mm -hmm. per se so a lot of a lot of music came from um that cha channeling anger perspective and then um recently it's it's been shifting into um you know more of the more the empathetic, compassionate, conscientious way of thinking. Like I've been saying, you know, you can't shame yourself into change um, right. or guilt trip your right. guilt trip yourself into doing something. So exactly. there's there's been some lighter stuff recently that's that's uh, uh, been more expressive expressive of those things. Um, mm -hmm. Something I've been thinking about a lot is, and my buddy Patrick talks about this is whenever we go out into nature, like what song does the environment make you think of? Um, yeah. and we've been making playlists for different locations. Seriously? Um, yeah, yeah. That's, but that's Dang, been pretty dude. fun too. Dude, um, no playlist. I oh, totally, absolutely. Music is so powerful. It's like those nights that I want to be in New York on Broadway. It's just like, I go to my playlist. Yeah. You know, if I want to feel there. like I'm out in the country, if I want to feel like I'm in France. So yeah, take me to New Mexico. Send me some. Yeah. Yeah. Playlist. For sure. 
Absolutely. For real, that's so important, dude. Let me ask you, do you implement any music like in any of your like physical therapy or anything like that? Do you so do that? yeah, so all of all of my posts have my music behind them. Okay. Um so creating my music is is kind of like continuing to make my media more of my media. Um okay. and, instead of using other people's music. So Part of it right. is that, and and just and having... we're lucky here, listener, because Christian has provided us with some music that we're gonna slide in here. Go for you it, you know. So you all, you all need to hear this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then um, I'll, I'll I'll share this story with you. Um, sure. There was a there was a patient at the nursing home, um, and this guy had ass cancer, um, oh, and he had his entire ass oh, dug out ass. and removed. And uh, let's just say the cancer was winning, so the ass wasn't healing. It was oh, just no. a big hole of ass. ass um, yeah, so this guy was going through it. He was in a lot of pain, and he was he, he gave a good effort. He, he fought a good fight, but mm-hmm. um, you know, in in being part of his exit of this life, I shared with him. <laughs> uh, I, I shared with him uh, uh, more of like an ambient. A piece of music and I walked in one day he had headphones in and he was asleep I walked in a couple hours later and he woke up and he's like Christian the most amazing thing happened I'm not in pain I feel euphoric I literally had like an astral projection experience because I fell asleep with that music on so he had like an outer body kind of experience prior to his initial decline uh, into exiting this life so it was like his last piece of euphoria I got to provide through wow. a piece of music I made. Man, that's um, powerful. That's powerful. So it it was really it, it was really amazing, and that you can I, I put a piece of of uh, his vocals. Uh, I record. He he asked me to record him to do a sound check, and okay. uh, I hit record, and he's like check check check, and um, I put that into a mix I made. So he's he's immortal. He's immortal Dude, now. That's so amazing. Um, but yeah, how cool is um, that? So how cool is that? Using it in physical therapy, I think there's definitely sound healing, sound bath kind of kind of properties. But um, I, I haven't I haven't used it consistently enough to to make it a, a regularly available tool. Um, okay. I would like to. I would like to have like exercise videos and demonstrations with sounds over them that like. Like if you hear it, like a pitch going up, like like up and down um, and just controlling like the sound of what up and down is in a movement, I think would translate really well. So um, it would too. Yeah. It sounds like you have a whole bunch of good ideas that need to come into fruition. Yeah. A lot of people that that need this it's a whole yeah. lot of editing Holy shit. if anybody knows editing is not fun <laughs> but our fellow creators know but yeah dude it's totally like it's like even with this podcast i've been asked to do a podcast for years i'm just like i don't want to do it i talk mm-hmm. all day mm-hmm. so now it's become more um 
healing for me to do it mm. because it's almost like it's free therapy for me mm-hmm. <laughs> to get on here and to be able to talk and have conversation yeah. with uh, outstanding people like you, man. So yeah, it's a wow. cool, it's a really cool mode of expression, man. I think, I think, uh, yeah. I think it's a cool dimension that you picked here in conjunction Thanks, with your own music um, yeah. and yeah. your own art in that way. So um, yes, and journaling. Boys and girls. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, like if you've ever, have, you watch Blue, Blue's Clues, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I have mine. Oh, my... Did you see Pee Wee Herman died? No, I actually, I didn't. No. Yeah, dude. Pee Wee yeah. Herman, dog. Dude. I didn't know he was that old. Um, yeah, he was 70. He damn. had cancer too, incidentally. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking handy, handy dandy notebook. Um, and oh, I, I yes, have just yes, like a yes, little, yes, yes. a little it's tiny a notebook. fat ass pencil. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah. I still use one of. I, I don't use the actual handy dandy notebook with a fat cram, but I have a t- little tiny sketchbook, and and that's. I will that's find my, that. That's my journal. That to you. Yeah, uh, I'll take it. Those are cool. So, dude, listen. For anybody that's listening. Probably my listeners, they're probably just like me. They're my children. <laughs> and they're probably sitting there shopping right now online, having their second dose of ice cream. If you don't feel like you can do these movements, or if you don't feel like you can show up to a gym, or you don't feel like you could change your body, what would you say to that person right now who may be listening? Um, My... The first thing that came to my head was let's go get ice cream together. Okay. Let's go Might get, as well get your fat ass up. But okay. <laughs> yeah. clearly, I'm not qualified. I, I, hey, are. let's go get ice cream together and start building a good relationship with it, and one yeah. that involves other things, and just chat about that and start the conversation. That's that's a good place to start. Is just having a conversation to get the ball rolling and setting intention, planting seeds. Um, wow. to, to get the ball rolling so that exactly. the, 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 the first thing isn't actually action, right? We want to get to action, but we want to get to action in a good way. So maybe let's go have an ice cream and talk about how we're going to do that. Right? right. And, and maybe for that person, um, it's finding somebody that you can have that conversation with. Um, so that's, if you're struggling talk about it talk about what you're struggling with with somebody who you love and trust and that if they have expertise in the field great if they don't maybe use that person as a beacon to uh, go find resources go find people who do go find good programs that have that in mind um, that have that do it for the donut mentality of you know what I'm not going to give up ice cream <laughs> and that being totally fine and that being yeah. okay. Um, yeah, dude. So more of a, more of a soft approach is, is my first impression. You, so for people that want to hear your music, that need to connect with you, maybe they want to fix themselves. Yeah, sure. uh, what's the best way uh, that they can get in touch with you to, to kind of learn more about Christian here. Sure. So I am on all platforms at CG underscore act aware. CG underscore A C T A W A R E. And then I am on Spotify as Spooky X 
action um, with with all my music there. So you can find me on literally any platform in, in that and way. Guys, I'm going to add all of these links at the end of our show in our show notes. So if you're like me and you can't remember anything, I will <laughs> do that for you, my children. I understand. Christian, I'm so, so, you know, I already know how I feel about you, dude. I am, I love you. I'm so happy for you and where you are. I just, I just shudder to think of where you'll be next year at this time, because it's just like, hey, you're, you're diving in there by leaps and bounds. And I'm so proud of you. I'm just, I'm happy for you, dude. Thanks for. I appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I'm very grateful to be here and and thank you for being a part of the growth too. So man, so look, I have the one little improv game that I subject all of my people to. Go for it. So it's really quick. It's so quick. Beaches or mountains? Mountains. Of course. Sweet or salty? Hmm. I'm gonna go salty today. Cake or pie? I'm gonna go cake. Paper or plastic? Let's go paper. That's what I'm saying. I'm old school. Hell yeah. Listen, dude, we love you here. You are welcome back here anytime you want to. Okay. Thanks, bro. Talk to you soon. All right, bro. Wow. What a great... um, what a great guy. That's my boy, Christian. He is so cool. Um, I know you guys think so also. I'm also going to add some details in this within this episode so that you can follow Christian, get in touch with him, get your healing on the way, and then get your music vibes on also. Um, again, I want to express my gratitude to all of you listeners who have joined me i think this is show number 11 um wow the time went by really quickly with this and i just love it i love being here i love being on this podcast i love giving you all the information that i find important and hopefully you find it to be important in just being able to discuss you know life in the world as it is today so don't forget guys to share this podcast um I hope you all are journaling. Um, Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, the importance. Well, not the importance, but the difference between needing and wanting to be liked, which I think is a very important topic. Let's face it. All of us want to be liked. We want to be loved. We want to be heard. And we should be, but in the right way. So that's coming up next week. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe. You're already here. Go ahead and like the show. And if you really want to impress me, no, you don't have to impress me. But if you really want to spread the love, go ahead and leave a review. And also share this show with someone you think may love it. Um, anyone. I don't care. Just share it. Um, and you all come back here. And let's keep on going. I love it. Guys, we got to get it. I got to get out of here. I have an appointment. (laughs) Anyway, guys, thank you so much. And I will see you back here next week. Love you much. Bye bye.